At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. In 2020, researchers in Pittsburgh released a study that ranked Cleveland dead last in terms of livability for Black women. In a city with a nearly 50% Black population, this news dropped like a bomb. And reactions were mixed. Do you believe the study? Do you think Cleveland is really the worst for Black women? And what do you say? Uh, I say... It depends on the person uh, I ask. When I dropped it in one of my Black girl group chats, the emojis were just eye rolls. I'm not surprised. Not even a little. It's, it's heartbreaking and also embarrassing. Is it like this everywhere? Is it me? <laughs> like This city will make or break you. We have a city of Black women that are looking around at their outcomes, their future, their past, and saying, this city makes me anxious. If anybody's out there listening in Cleveland, please get out. We're on a journey to talk to Black women of Cleveland from all walks of life to try and make sense of this data, whether through unpacking our school systems. I graduated from Cleveland School of the Arts, top tier of my class, but I was quickly told that I had to take remedial courses at Howard. White people make up the majority of the advanced classes, even though it is a primarily Black school. They don't want to talk about redlining. They don't want to talk about discrimination. They don't want to talk about busing. They don't want to talk about living memory. By examining our healthcare institutions. How do we have such horrible health conditions of Black women when we have the Cleveland Clinic, University Hospital, and Metro Health? You can't tell me anything about health equity when I've had to bury four people before their time. Or by grappling with widespread workplace discrimination. No matter what letters you have behind your name, your education, people will still look at you as just a little black girl. And I wonder, like anyone else walking down the street, dressed nice, what they say to them, what do you do? Nobody's gonna listen to you. You're a black woman. So is it really true what they say? Is Cleveland deserving of the least livable title? And what can we do to make lasting improvements for Black women in our city? So the answer is us. Us. We all work together. I think we need camaraderie. We shouldn't be white-knuckling it through life. We need to be in community with others. I'm not going to leave Cleveland. I'm going to stay here and make it my mission and my goal to, to see Cleveland on top. On Living for We, we share stories of Cleveland's Black women as change makers and architects of their own futures, celebrating their victories, challenges, and personal growth along the way. For a very long time in my life, I have not been free. Make a declaration that I'm going to love on me today. It's my turn. I can't live for my siblings. I can't live for my mother. I can't live for my husband. I love Black women. Love them. I think we're magical. Be gentle with yourself. Give yourself grace in this process. You are one person. You don't have to do it all. Do what you can. Do it with love, and you'll be good. God will continue to bless you. I'm Marlene Harris-Taylor, and this is Living for We, a project of connecting the dots between race and health from Ideastream Public Media. Our first episode drops in March. We'll see you then.